0: HHL, this is not the league we grew up in. The velocity at which these guys score points now compared to when we first started is ridiculous. The second half of that game was ridiculous. And it perfectly tied in to our league because of all the guys we have going. I mean, I think it's a golden age of quarterbacking, and I think it all starts there. You know, Because quarterbacks, of course, control their own points plus the players around them so much. That confluence of that with coaching finally coming around from the stone ages and and embracing not only analytics but just stylistically in the new quarterback age, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Like, yeah, and also, I think that good teams and bad teams now are only separated by coaching. Like, I think it's 99%. I think the most talented player and the least talented player in the NFL is so close nowadays and that it's all coaching. That game tonight was a perfect example. When a bad team is beating a good team, and the game gets past, let's say, halftime, and we start getting the third and fourth quarter, just watch how they play. Like, these bad teams that play not to lose, these bad teams that don't know how to coach, they do not know what plays to call in certain situations. Like, it, it, the, the biggest start of it was 2017 Patriots-Jaguars, that AFC Championship game. Like, watch games like tonight, same thing. Like, you could see buttholes puckering. You could see coaches floundering and not knowing what to do. That third and eight running play to set up Rodrigo's block field goal, like that kind of pussy shit. Like, man, and then you got the Ravens. I don't know if you noticed. When they tied the game in regulation, they were trying to score fast, stop them, and get the ball back a second time. I mean, that's going for the win. Most teams would have tried to slow it down. And I know they actually didn't score till in regulation, but the, the game flow kind of dictated it. But they were in a in a hurry up much earlier than most teams would do. Anyways, um, Andy Cook's blowing me up with the vibration here, but I just I'm in shock. Like, let's just take a look at, at our matchups, dude. So look at this: Slingbox and Protege. Slingbox looked like with with Pittman going tonight, um, and having 14.9. Murray didn't do anything, but Pittman was having a good game. And at halftime, Lamar Jackson had single-digit fantasy points, and Slingbox looks like he was going to overcome a. I mean, I I was crying about benching Gibson and losing 10 points. He benches. Justin Herbert, who scored 43 freaking points and played Trey Lance over him. And he almost got out of there with the win. Lamar Jackson, single digits at halftime. ESPN had it like 80 or 90% to Slingbox. Fast forward, a half, one half of football, 42.8 points for Lamar Jackson. And he ends up beating Slingbox handily by t- almost 12 points. It's 30 plus points and a half, like... That's just crazy shit. That's, and that happens. We'll get to my matchup. Josh Allen last night, 36 at the drop of a hat. I mean, quarterback play like this. I'm just flabbergasted. I haven't even organized all my thoughts. This is only my thoughts in the last couple hours, but I think there's a couple nuggets of pearls of wisdom in there. Or pearls of, of fact, but like, it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, <laughs> let's go to Swizzle's matchup. So Raider Nate was likely never going to catch him. But Jonathan Taylor, at the mid-third quarter, was another big, huge, long runaway from possibly making a very miraculous comeback against Swizzle. Mark Andrews had a decent first half, but it, I think he might have been single digits. A tight end, guys. A fucking tight end at halftime had single digit points. He ends the game with 30.7 points at tight end position. He had two touchdowns, I think, one or two extra points. Dude, turning it on, like the spigot of points. Like, this is not your mother's fantasy. This like, no lead is safe anymore. And this was a crazy game, but it's like that now, man. And it all starts with the quarterbacks and, like I said, the coaching. Like, everything's just explosive, man. And, like, the fucking... But we'll talk about the standings. The big th- four... Like, goalie actually scored under 100 points. That might have been... I don't know how many times his goalie scored, scored under 100 this year. Because he might be the first... If you add up all the games between Vinnie, goalie, sweet swizzle, and um, Vinnie, goalie, sweet swizzle... Holy sweet swizzle and Green Balls! Now I'm, I'm, who's the other big four? I'm all fucking fired up here. Um, swizzle, Raider Nate, goalie Green Balls. They're over hundred every week. Lock it in, like lock it in. Nuts, dude, nuts! And so, so the point was that Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Nate looking like he's making some miraculous comeback, even though it was far fetched in the first place. Then Mark Andrews goes ham and Swizzle scores 160 points. Because of his fucking tight end, like, dude, this game, the fantasy is wild now. And those four guys are like, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, Al Davis falls off, so it's back to the big four, but like, you know, we'll talk about standings, how my ass sneaks in a form. let's talk about my matchup. Oh my God, I going up 25. Marquise Brown hasn't scored 25 points since his first game in the world. 2019, the first game. Ravens, Dolphins, I believe the matchup was. Vinny might remember that. And Andy should remember because I think he owned Hollywood that year. And, like, he had zero points at halftime, motherfuckers. Zero points. I think that thing was in the bag. He goes from zero points at halftime to 24 and a half. He's, what, six yards short on that touchdown catch of coming back and beating me? What the hell, dude? Like, this pandemonium is broken loose. Give me the uh, reference on that one if you guys know where that comes from. Um, I hold on by what point? What is that? Three seven point five, just over a half a point. I mean, we're like a point correction away from that flipping. You know, like I'm just flabbergasted, man. Outrageous. Um, yeah, I'm not really focused here, but I get to four and one. Danny gets to, goes to one and four. I mean, he, we've been texting all weekend, and he said this one hurts. And he blames the NFL. He's pissed at that um, personal foul call against Josh Allen late last, yesterday, if you guys watched it. Um, he's pissed at the NFL. I've been pissed at the NFL, too. And it's not because of the bad call. I think it's a bad rule. The guy drove himself into uh, Josh Allen, in my opinion. Bad bad rule. But, I mean, if I'm Danny, I'm, I'm looking at any excuse, too. Like, that's just luck, dude. Luck. I hold on again. Like it's, but, you know, us at 115, 114 seems like just peanuts compared to what you guys are doing. Um. I'm going to back up, go through some of the records. So speaking of peanuts, protege and slingbox, you know, the two lowest scores of the week and they play each other. doesn't happen often. Oh, actually, Al Davis had 80. So never mind. Two of the three lowest scores. Like I talked about, slingbox actually ended up losing. He goes to own five. Protege goes to three and two. We need, a lot of us wanted slingbox to win. Protege going three and two makes it really crowded up there in the, in the playoff race. Um, and own five, Maybe this is the week Kelsey gets moved, but I'll tell you what, Kelsey got smacked in the head yesterday. And, you know, we got to have longer-term goals than that. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's lost that much value, but, um, you know, slightly harder to move than this week than last week, I think, with, with the Chiefs playing as poorly as they did and him getting hit in the head. And things change so quick as far as our values of players and teams. Like, it's – I mean, I'm all over the – that's the way NFL is, man. Our, our, everything changes so much in one given week, teams, players, valuations – Nuts. So Prodigy goes to 3 and 2. Sleambox goes to 0 and 5. Um, matchup of the week, we touched on it. So I was already doing this big thing about Vinny Greenballs until Swizzle just came out of nowhere. But let me just, if I were to tell you your a, a guy's quarterback scores 9 points, he leaves 22 points on one guy on the bench, 24 and a half points at another guy on the bench. If I were to tell you that team scored 148 points, you'd think I was crazy. But nope, Vinny Greenballs. We're lucky Russell Wilson got hurt. So D.K. Metcalf might have a little luster off his shine because that team with Derrick Henry, Devonte Adams, D.K. Metcalf, with Jamar Chase on the bench, who Slingbox, do you want to reevaluate that seventh-round value on him yet? Because, whew, I got some we'll keeper talk later on this recap. But um, I was about to be like crown Vinny again three out of four years. Like v- Russell Wilson getting hurt, he has to find a new quarterback, and Metcalf loses a little value. So, you know, lucky for us because he was looking before tonight – this explosion tonight everything going crazy. I thought he was just looking he's looking so good. Um, Al Davis goes from one forty five to an eighty. Barkley got hurt again. It looks like it's short term, but you don't love it, especially a team thin at running back. Um you know, Tyree Kill, same thing I was saying with Kelsey. He's got a he's got a hurt knee. And everyone's already questioning the Chiefs now. I know they can't adapt. Everyone's got to figure it figured out. We'll see about that. That's probably premature media talk, but Tiger Hill's banged up. You don't like that no matter what. Um, he plugs Dawson Knox, and there's his second highest score of the week was his, was his tight end. Uh, McLaurin back to earth. Damari Cooper again. a Big touchdown saves him. Um, you know, I think you stick Al Davis in the bottom now. I think it's the big four again. Um, and it's the bottom six. Vinny, a big win there. Vinny goes to three and two. Al Davis two and three. Um, I'll go back to my matchup. Uh, it, I'm in second place all alone with terrible point totals. Like I'm, just, I don't even know. Maybe I'm second worst points. I'll take it. I'm looking to make major moves. I mean, again, I'm not going to just sit on my laurels knowing I wasn't lucky here uh, to get to four and one. But I will take it. And man, was my heart beating at the end there! Holy cow! Ooh-wee. I thought this is the week the luck was really turning on me, and it was close. Um. I think the only game we have oh, – two games we haven't talked about. Oh, one game we haven't talked about is um, goalie and F&O. Goalie caught Al Davis on his big 145. He caught fat and overrated at fat and the best game in a long time, a year and a half at least, maybe two plus years, two and a half years maybe. So he's, I hope he catches me on my big breakout next week. Um, but he did, again, he finally scored under 100 points. Austin Eckler continues to just smash, you know, all for not the last two weeks. Um, D.J. Moore back to earth. I don't know if that's long term or not. You know, with Darnold, you're always worried about that—that that he kind of, was, you know, the reverse Cinderella thing with him. Uh, Mixon's playing, but he's banged up. You don't, you don't know if they're going to sit him and get him healthy. If he's going to be splitting more time as he heals up. So you know, I you know, Billy's arrow's looking down a little bit. He's still one of the big 4 Don't get me wrong. If you score ninety points in a bad week, you're you're good. Um, but you know, as far as the other the other three guys, they are their arrows are all pointing up. As far as I'm concerned. Um, We'll see what happens there um, with Carson. That's going to be pretty big for his future. And of course, you know, he might start worrying about receiver again. But Justin Jefferson's, you know, amazing. Uh, FNO, again, he did break out here. Nick Chubb went off. Uh, Michael Carter got a touchdown in there. Michael Evans, I mean, two touchdowns. Big, another big week out of him. We talk about Robert Woods and the pod. DeAndre Swift, decent game. I mean, just, you know, just a nice all around game. 120 points. You know, it's it's not big four stunts, but it's a nice game. And he goes to two and three, so he's dude. He's in it now. I think that was a little bit of, and I know I'm all over the place. I'm all I'm all jacked up, and I didn't really organize my thoughts. But um, I'm going to look at the standings here as they load up. Um, Nate's fought four and one. I'm four and one. So the first two spots are all alone. Now I'm a very vulnerable second place. So I mean, it, it, talk about you know the two, three, four spots for playoffs being up for grabs. I mean. I'm a, two losses away from being out of this thing completely So with the, the low points. But four and one takes up first and second place. And then we got one, two. We got goalie at three and two, swizzle at three and two, green balls at three and two, protege at three and two. Um, I haven't done the math you know, with, with, with all of them having a lot of points. So I'm going to you know, let's see how it shakes out when the standings turn over tomorrow to see how third and fourth place are shaken out. But fourth and fifth place are right there. And then you got take it to the house at one and four, Singbox at five, and then two and three with um, Fenton overrated and Al Davis. So, you know, they're one game out of everyone's one game out, except for Singbox and take it to the house. Everyone's one game out, and points and luck come in waves. So, you know, zero and five likely really low chance for Singbox to get in the playoffs. Um, I don't know the playoff probability chart was exploded. Danny at one and four, you know, me and him were talking a little bit. Um, do you want to move McCaffrey to get, to still give yourself a chance to come back in this? I think for Danny, if he, if he makes the right move or at least tries to, he can get keeper value and improve his team. My opinion, um, karma almost bit me this week. And honestly, I I mean, I'll, I'll eat those words. I'll say that I'm as bad as him. I mean, I'm right there. So I called him the worst team. Um, it's, it's between me, him, and There's no doubt about it, in my opinion. Um, so maybe some of us will make some moves. So speaking of that, I started writing an article today for this for the site on the homepage. And again, everything changes. One game changed everything. I, I was basically doing keeper status, right? People are gonna start looking at keepers during the next few weeks as teams fall off. And I want to start looking at keepers. And so I did our running backs. It's already on the site. If you want a sneak preview, I'm going to update the quarterback's receivers and tight ends in the next couple days. And I was looking at everyone who's not a first round player. Cause that's a, that's a can of worms. I don't know what to think about first round keepers. Um, I used to think it was like a good idea a couple years ago. I don't know if that's the case now. Um, but the point is everyone knows if you're a first rounder and you're good, you got to make that decision. So I didn't even think about those the studs, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, uh, McCaffrey, Delvin, whatever. But I was looking at everyone past round one who has keeper value, and I wanted to write it up. And, like, there's guys, like, for instance, one guy I wrote in there, and I'm not going to change it now, but, you know, Jonathan Taylor, third-round keeper, and my little blurb talks about how the guy went from we think he's Richardson-level bust to, oh, in the home stretch, he gets a soft schedule, and now he's elite again, like we thought he was elite. And then this year, struggles for a couple games, has a big game, struggles again, has a big game. It's like we don't know what to think. But when you see a game like tonight, you think, oh, he's elite as a third-round keeper. Forcing this keeper. So, I mean, stories change so fast, but um, I started writing this keeper thing. You know, there's a, I put a little like a sentence or two on each guy um, of how I'm seeing it. And I, by all means, if I'm probably glaringly missing some keeper guys, throw them in there, text me, you know, whatever. I, I might be missing guys. Um, but I just want to look at, you know, after first round, you know, who are these keeper guys as is, is teams are looking for them. So, running backs are up there. I'm going to do the other, the other positions, um, you know, this week. Hopefully before the pod with, with Nate or, um, you know, by the end of the week so that we can discuss me and Nate, um, cause you know, taking the house, the sleep box especially might be looking at, it uh, making some keep rooms real soon. And, um, in the next few weeks for sure, we're all going to be looking at that. All right. I said a lot. It was disorganized. Hope there was something worth listening to there. And I just randomly thought, has goalie paid me yet? Has everyone paid me yet? I think, I think so. I think so. Anyways, guys, absolutely wild. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's a lot different, uh, a lot different game than when we started playing this thing. It's just bananas. Um, sorry, Danny, brutal loss, brutal, brutal loss. Yeah, but I'll take it all the way to the bank, and y'all have a good week in real life, and we'll continue the fantasy next weekend. New catchphrase yeah